Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This morning on the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. President Biden comes to New York City to tackle gun violence. I love the fact that the president is coming here. I'm Sean Adams near police headquarters. Police investigate three separate subway fires set on the number one line. The luggage was was on fire and it was melting into the seat. I'm Marla Diamond in Washington Heights. Also ahead, Amazon workers unite. And our 88 seconds in sound for February 2nd, which is, among other things, the day the music died. Good morning, I'm Paul Murdane. And I'm Wayne Cabot and Craig Allen is uh, watching Fog, which I guess sounds like it doesn't make any sense. How do you watch Fog? You really can't see through it, but that's right. what we're dealing with this morning in rain and drizzle and ice is on the way. Yep. Tomorrow morning's commute could be very interesting. Mayor Adams will try to enlist visiting President Biden today to do what other political leaders have been unable to do, and that is pass the laws necessary to stop those who sell and buy illegal guns. Let's go right to one police plaza where the two will meet this morning. Sean Adams, good morning. What kind of a plan is in the works? Lots to talk about here. U.S. presidents don't pay a visit unless the matter is of supreme urgency. So it says a lot he's coming to New York today. And when President Biden comes to uh, police headquarters, he will see flags still at half-staff for two murdered police officers. The plan is a multi-pronged approach to tame gun violence. Mayor Adams has asked for more cooperation. Why aren't we combining our resources to stop the flow of guns? And he reached out to the, to the uh, DOJ, ATF, and he, he implemented what we have here. We have a joint uh, uh, task force that's together, that they meet every day, FBI, ATF, uh, Department of Justice. Part of the president's initiative, more funding for more cops on the beat. Money for community programs that offer kids alternatives to a life of crime on the streets and more aggressive action against the gun runners coming to New York from other states. Wayne, Paul. Sean, what does the mayor want from President Biden? What is the ask here on this? The the plea from Governor Hochul and Mayor Adams is simple. Help us stop the flood of illegal guns from other states. New York State has some of the most restrictive gun laws in the country. Other states, primarily down south, do not. So gun traffickers load up on firearms in other places. They basically fill their trunks, drive right up 95 to the five boroughs. Uh, Sometimes these guns are are purchased legally. Uh, Sometimes they're stolen. This is not a new problem. This has been going on for a long time. The governor and mayor, they need federal agencies to clamp down hard. Yeah, it sure is an ongoing problem. Thank you, Sean Adams. Uh, 650 with the mayor, live here on WCBS. Meantime, the police union in Bridgeport has filed a grievance with the city for suspending two detectives over the alleged mishandling of the deaths of two black women. The union says officers Angel Llanos and Kevin Cronin are being unjustly treated. They are on paid leave pending the police department's own internal investigation of the deaths of Brenda Lee Rawls and Lauren Smith Fields. The families say the police never contacted them about their deaths and then were disrespected when they did contact the department. The Bridgeport NAACP says an internal police investigation is not enough. 
It wants the Federal Department of Justice to investigate, not just this case, but the entire Bridgeport Police Department. Reverend D. Stanley Lord says the police need to regain lost trust and respect. Subway fires are usually on the tracks, but three times this week, three times the fires have been inside the train cars. Marla Diamond's in Washington Heights, where this has been happening, always on the one train. Marla, do police have any video of the arsonist? Uh, Paul, they don't, but there are reports of a man setting himself on fire last Thursday morning at the 23rd Street station. The MTA says it isn't clear if that man had something to do with two more fires. One yesterday here at the 181st Street station where a shopping cart inside a subway car was set on fire. And another at the 18th Street subway station in Chelsea last Friday morning. Brendan Cochran was in the station at the time. You could see the handle sticking out of it. And the luggage was, was on fire and it was melting into the seats. He tells CBS2 there was nothing anyone could do. There was passengers making a commotion trying to... Um, get, you know, somebody's attention that there was smoke, that there was a fire, but they have to wait to get into the station to really address this. An MTA spokesman said these scary episodes underscore the need to deal with mental health issues, creating situations that are dangerous and terrifying for our riders. Wayne and Paul. Marla Diamond on the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Craig Allen, the schmutz has moved in. It is raining. It's uh, drizzling. There's dense, dense fog. Very, very thick. And that's going to be with us right through the day today. And I mean, the fog will probably thin out a little bit, but it is raining now, off and on rain with us all day. And high temperatures well up into the 40s where they are now. Actually, it's in the upper 30s, low 40s in some suburbs, but it will stay above freezing through the day today, but not for long. Tonight, turning colder. The rain will start to change to an icy mix, starting uh, with the inland suburbs north and west, and temperatures will fall into the 30s as we go through the night. And then Friday, north and west suburbs, it's freezing rain, sleet, and then snow into the afternoon hours. Not a lot of snow accumulation, but uh, some some probably treacherous conditions with the icing. And New York City and coastal areas, rain changing to freezing rain, sleet, and then snow before coming to an end. And also, there could be some icy spots on untreated surfaces around the city and the coast. Saturday, sunny, but much colder with a high between 25 and 30. So right now in the city, rain, fog, 46, humidity, 86%. Amazon has the most workers of any company outside of Walmart, and workers at a second Amazon warehouse on Staten Island have authorized a vote to join a union. If approved, both warehouses will be represented by the retail, wholesale, and department store union. Sarah Palin has recovered enough from her covid at least enough to resume her court battle with the New York Times. The former Alaska governor is due back in a New York City courtroom today to press libel charges against the Times. A Times editorial incorrectly suggested a link between her political rhetoric and a mass shooting near Tucson that killed six people and wounded Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords. During her week of waiting, Palin caused a stir in New York City by dining out unvaccinated at an upscale Manhattan restaurant twice. On the Thursday Morning News Roundup, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bourdain with your three things to know this morning. Well, a U.S. raid in Syria overnight may have taken civilian lives. Residents and activists are reporting as many as 12 deaths. Uh, residents telling the Associated Press, and now we're seeing it in the Times and Washington Post, that they saw body parts scattered around a house in a village near the border with Turkey. Number two, doctors at the University of Pennsylvania say a gene therapy cured two patients of cancer. They say the treatment called CAR-T cell therapy can attack cancer immediately and then stay inside the body for years. 
A third thing, former Miss USA Chesley Crist had been struggling with depression when she jumped off a midtown high-rise. Her mother said Crist was dealing with high-functioning depression, which she hid from everyone, including, she said, me, her closest confidant, until very shortly before her death. Up next, our WCBS News Radio, 88 seconds and sound for the 3rd of February. February 3rd has brought more than its share of tragedy. Most recently, 2015, the deadliest wreck in the history of Metro North. The train pushed that car that it struck hundreds of yards up the tracks up to this point where we're standing right now. There were flames and smoke pouring out of all the windows of the first car of that train. Six people are dead. From Valhalla, Alex Silverman, WCBS News Radio 880. A long, long time ago. This is also the day the music died. A long, long time ago, 1959, a plane crash killed Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper, and their pilot near Clear Lake, Iowa. I can't remember. I cried when I read about his widowed bride. They had just finished a show at the Surf Ballroom with musician Tommy Alsop, who told CBS News he was supposed to be on that plane, but lost a coin toss. Richie was standing in the stairway right here. He said, you go let me fly in your place. And that's when I reached in my pocket, pulled out a 50 cent piece, flipped it, it lit right here on the floor and said, call it. He said, heads, and it lit heads. The rest is history. That history shared by the club DJ that night, Bob Hale, who told WCBS's Steve Scott he went to his radio station and got the news. Bad news on the doorstep. Five bells rang on the teletype machine. About two minutes later, I got a call from the manager of the surf ballroom. He had been called by police to come out to identify the bodies. I said, what do you mean? He said, Bob, Buddy, Richie, Bopper are all dead. This February made me shiver. It's February 3rd. The day the music died. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.